0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله رب العالمين ولا عاقبه للمتقين ولا عدوان الا على الظالمين واشهد ان لا الا الله وحده لا شريك له رب العالمين واشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا محمد عبده ورسوله المبعوث رحمة للعالمين صلى الله تعالى عليه وعلى اله واصحابه اجمعين اما بعد my dear respected brothers and sisters in Islam assalamu alhamdulillah Last night we covered some of the stories of the Anbiya wasalam, that are mentioned in Surah Al Araf, starting with Adam wasalam, story, then moving on to Nu Hud, Salih, Salaam, Lut Alay Shuaib. After Shua's story, then Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala begins the story of Musa. Musa alay's story is one of the longest stories in the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions it throughout the Quran in different surahs and in different parts of the Quran. Some places briefly, some places in more length. So over here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions the story of Musa in great length. And I wanted to take your attention to one particular scene right in the middle of the story of Musa when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala goes off on a tangent literally what we call a tangent Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala drops the story of Musa and starts speaking about his beloved Rasul and praising him and praising the Ummah of Rasulullah and many words of praise allah ta'ala speaks about this ummah and the beloved of this ummah and the beloved of allah Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam then allah subhanahu wa ta'ala goes back to continuing the story of musa allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says bismillahir rahmanir rahim a'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajim ayah 155 in surah al a'raf وَاخْتَارَ مُوسَى قَوْمَهُ سَبْعِينَ رَجُلًا لِمِيقَاتِنَا And Musa a.s. selected from his people 70 men to come and meet us. The context of this is that Musa a.s. went to Mount Ur and he did Ibadah of Allah s.w.t. for 40 nights. Allah منشى ذلك إن سورة الأعراف وواعدنا موسى ثلاثين ليلة وأتممناها بعشر فتم ربه أربعين ليلة for forty nights he was doing the ibadah of allah subhanahu wa taala uh, before he received the torah وقال موسى لأخيه هارون خلفني في قومي وأصلح ولا تتبع سبيل المفسدين brother harun السلام, did you be my representative and take care of the nation and make sure you ref- uh, you continue the path of reform Islah And do not follow the way of the corrupt ones And then Musa came and spoke to Allah There is a long scene of discussion Between Musa and the Kalimullah Talking to Allah And then he said He said Oh my Lord I have been speaking to you now I would love to see you Can you allow me to see you and behold you With my eyes So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said Qale In this worldly life You will not be able to see me Right On the day of judgment and, uh, and also afterwards in Jannah The believers will be able to see Allah ta'ala This is one of the Greatest blessings in Jannah Their faces on that day will be radiant And they will be beholding and witnessing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala They will be seeing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala May Allah ta'ala grant us this beautiful gift and beautiful blessing Most valuable blessing of being able to see him but in this worldly life, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala responded to Mustaleel Salam and said, "Lantarani, you cannot see me. Walakin inzur al Jabal, rather look to the mountain. Fa inistaqar ramakana hu, fa I will reflect a small silver of my, a small uh, portion of my being. I will reflect it." on this mountain and see what is the condition of this mountain if you can withhold the reflection of my being then you can see me when allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent down his tajalli, uh, which is a reflection of the reflection of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala onto the mountain then it flattened the whole mountain and it completely turned into dust and it was destroyed and Musa fell down unconscious Then when he regained consciousness, he said, Oh Allah, you are subhanallah, you are so pure, I make tawbah to you and I'm the first one who believes then Musa Allah Ta'ala said, Allah Ta'ala said, O Musa, I have cho- selected you and chosen you over the other people by granting you my prophethood and giving you the ability to speak to me. So take what I have given you, be content with that, and Wakum Mina be among the grateful ones. Then Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala gave him the Torah. <coughs> وكتَبْنَا لَهُ فِي الْأَلْوَاحِ and on those tablets, Allah says it had been inscribed من كل شيء موَعِظَة وتفصيلاً لكل شيء. beautiful advices and details of everything that was required for the guidance of the people. and Allah subhanahu wa taala says فَخُذْهَا بِقُوَّةٍ hold on to them firmly وَأَمْنَ قَوْمَكَ يَأْخُذُوْهُ بِأَحْسَنِهَا سَوْرِيْكُمْ دَارَ الْفَاسِقِينَ and tell your people that they should practice on the good advices that are given in this book. So, this continued on, and um, I mean I can keep on going with this. is actually a very long story of Musa alayhi salam. Several ayat here. I was not planning to go into all of these ayat. What happened with the with the people afterwards and the behind? They ended up falling into shirk, and Samiri misguided them. They took a golden calf and they started worshipping it. Um, and Musa السلام, came back. He came back to his people and he was very upset. How you dare you fall into shirk? And he grabbed the beard of his brother Harun and started pulling on it in his head and said what has happened to you how dare you allow the shirk to continue when I was gone قال ابن إن القوم وكادوا فلا ولا تجعلني مع القوم Harun pleaded with Musa and he said "Ibn umma oh the son of my mother alright this is the way to soften his heart do not blame me the people were about to kill me and they regarded me as weak and don't consider me amongst the zalim people then Musa Al-Salam cooled down he said oh my lord oh my rab forgive me and my brother and enter us into your mercy you are the most merciful of those who show mercy then Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'la says that Musa salam invited his people to believe in the Torah now the Yehud, the Bani Israel they gave a lot of trouble to Musa salam, and at this point uh, they also gave him more trouble they rejected it and they said how do we know that you did not come up with this on your own accord how do we know this is truly the revealed word of Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'la? What is the proof and what is evidence so Musa said well how can I prove it to you they demanded that you know you speak to Allah Ta'ala we want to also speak to Allah Ta'ala we want to hear the unseen voice of Allah confirming that this is the revelation and that he has revealed this book unto you and it is from him and when we hear that confirmation from Allah then we will believe so Musa said I cannot take everyone they said, fine, you can pick and select some leaders who will represent the rest of the nation. So that is the ayat that we began with. Musa qawmahu rajulan," And Musa السلام, selected from his people 70 leaders to come and visit us, to come and meet us and, and to hear from us on the mountain. When they went up onto the mountain, they heard the word from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they heard the confirmation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and after hearing the confirmation instead of believing as they had promised they changed their word they went against their word and they said that now we heard the voice but we don't know whose voice it is we need to see Allah ta'ala with our own eyes and as I just mentioned Musa already went through that experience and it was proven that no one can see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with these earthly mortal eyes It is only possible in the Jannah even then we will see one side of Allah ta'ala, we cannot completely encompass him and see him from all angles that is impossible even in Jannah as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says la tudrikuhu al-absaru wa huwa yudriku al-absara and idrak over here means al in al Jawanib to completely encompass something and examine it from all sides. Top, bottom, right, left, front, back. So Allah Ta'ala says, None of, no eyes can ever encompass Allah subhanahu ta'ala completely. And He is the one who has complete knowledge of where the eyes are being uh, used and where they're being uh, where people are looking at through their eyes. He is the Latif in Khabir Allah Ta'ala. So Musa Salam tried to reason with them And explain to them That this is the voice of Allah that you heard And what else do you want uh, How dare you change your, your um, Part of the deal The bargain we made It has been fulfilled on our end You heard the voice of Allah confirming This is the Torah Now you need to believe in it And they remained st- stubborn On saying that we need to see Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala so Allah Subhanahu wa Taala sent an earthquake, and the earthquake occurred on the mountain, and these seventy men they fell down and they died. Allah Taala says about this in the Quran: قَالَ رَبِّ لَوْ شِئْتَ أَحْلَكْتَهُمْ مِنْ قَبْلُ وَأَيَّايَ بِمَا فَعَلَ السُّفَهَاءُ إِلَّا فِتْنَتُكَ تُضِلُّ بِهَا مَنْ تَشَاءُ Musa when they were overcome by the earthquake he was in a very difficult situation he did not want to go back home empty handed without any of the 70 leaders with him and it would be very very difficult for him to face the people that he took the 70 leaders with him and they ended up all dying and he comes back alone and the people will say where are our leaders who went to go hear the confirmation from Allah where did they go And Musa A.S. will have to say that they are not with me. They died. And the people will again revolt against Musa A.S. And say, you killed our leaders. You took them to death. You got rid of them. So Musa A.S. did not want to face the people empty-handed. Without his companions. Without the people. Without the leaders. Without the 70 leaders. So he started pleading to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He said, Qala Rabbi, He said, Oh my Lord, if you wished, then you could have killed them, you could have killed me any time before. You could have taken our soul out any time But this particular time you did so, it is really, really difficult for me now. It puts me in a very bad position. Are you going to destroy us because of the actions of some foolish ones amongst us? This is just a test from you, O oh Allah. You let astray who you wish, and you guide who you wish. Anta waliyuna, faghfir warhamna. You are the one who takes care of our affairs. You are waliyuna, faghfir so forgive us, warhamna, shower your mercy upon us. And anta and you are the best one to shower mercy and to forgive. Wa fi dunya and in this worldly life, decree for us good. And we are going to return back to you in the hereafter, O Allah. So he made dua for Rahma, he made dua for Maghfira, for himself and for his people. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then replies to Musa alayhi salam, قَالَ Allah ta'ala says, my adhab in my punishment, it will afflict whomsoever I select from the servants, whoever I wish, they will be afflicted with my adhab or But my mercy, it will extend to everything in existence. There is nothing that is devoid of the mercy of Allah Ta'ala. Everything that has the mercy of Allah Ta'ala, is enjoying the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, this is where the tangent begins that I spoke about in the beginning. So we have to paint the scene. Musa a.s. is on the mountain. Musa a.s. has 70 leaders dead around him. Musa a.s. is very very worried about how he's gonna face the people. He's making dua to Allah Ta'ala, and in his dua he just mentions the word that send mercy upon us. So Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala is responding to Musa salam and he's saying, Yes, my mercy will extend to everyone, however, in different capacities, of course. But then Allah Ta'ala says, I have decreed my special mercy that you are asking it's not for your people rather i have decreed that that mercy is reserved for very special people not your people some other special people for those who fear me they discharge the zakah walladhina hum yu'minun and those who believe in our verses in our signs so up to this point it could have been anyone yattaqun who fears allah زكاة, who discharges the zakah And ayatina yuminun, bi ayatina and they believe in our verses. However, the description continues, and as the description continues, it becomes very clear that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is speaking about the most special ummah and the best ummah of all times, and that is none other than our ummah, the ummah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah Ta'ala says after that these are the people alladhina yattabi'una al rasul an-nabi al-ummi these are the people who will be following the messenger the prophet the ummi unlettered one the nabi al-ummi is none other than Muhammad al-Mustafa Ahmad al-Mustaba sallallahu ta'ala alayhi wa alihi wa sallam tasliman katheeran katheeran our beloved master our leader our prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he is the Nabi al-Ummi And Allah Ta'ala is telling Musa You want special mercy That special mercy is not for your people Rather the special mercy is for those people Who will be following My Rasul and Nabi al-Ummi My messenger Who is the unlettered messenger And then Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala starts describing Rasulullah Sallallahu Starts praising Rasulullah Sallallahu Musa is in a very difficult situation But he is hearing this type of response from Allah Ta'ala That Allah Ta'ala is going on and on About Rasulullah and about the last ummah. Allah Ta'ala praises Rasulullah and says He is the Ar-Rasul He is the Annabi, nabi Al-Ummi Alladhi yajidunahu maktuban Indahum fi al-Tawrati wal-Injil Ya'muruhum bil-ma'rufi Wa yanhaahum anil-munkari Wa yuhillu lahum al-tayyibat Wa yuharrimu alihim al khabaith وَيَضَعُوا عَنْهُمْ إِسْرَهُمْ وَالْأَخْلَالِ الَّتِي كَانَتَ عَلَيْهِمْ فَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا بِهِ وَعَزَّرُوهُ وَنَصَرُوهُ وَاتَّبَعُوا النُورَ الَّذِي أُنزِلَ مَعَهُ أُولَٰئِكَ هُمْ رُفْلِحُونَ سبحان الله. this long description of Rasulullah ﷺ follows wherein Allah Ta'ala says He is that Nabi, that they find his signs and they find the, uh, predictions uh, regarding him the prophecies regarding him written clearly evidently in the Torah in Injil, the prophecies regarding Rasulullah he is the prophet Bil who used to enjoin them with good deeds and good practices, enjoin them with the righteous acts and he's the one who forbade them and who used to stop them from evil acts. وَيُحِلُّ لَهُمُ الطَّيِّبَاتِ He is the Nabi who declared halal for them all pure wholesome foods عَلَيْهِمُ الْخَبَائِثِ He is the Nabi who declared haram for his followers the harmful and uh, khabaith um, food that is uh, detestable and and is harmful to the body khabaith, khabaith food عَنْهُمْ إِسْرَهُمْ and he is the Nabi who came and removed uh, the shackles and the chains uh, that were of the difficult commandments that were upon the people from the previous Sharia. So, this law and description Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions the rights of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa What are the, his hukuk? He mentions four in this particular verse. فَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا بِهِ So those who believe in him وَعَزَّرُوهُ And respect him Show reverence to him وَنَصَرُوهُ And they help him by helping his deen And number four وَاتَّبَعُ And they obey and they follow The Nur which was revealed with him The light of Quran which was revealed upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa The nur here is referring to the Quran These people and they alone will be the successful ones These are the only ones who are the truly successful ones Then there is one more ayah Thereafter Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala goes back to the story of Musa alayhi salam ومن قوم موسى أُمَّةٌ يهدون بالحق وبه عَشَرَةَ اسباطا الى موسى قومه الحجر الله سبحانه وتعالى returns back to the story of Musa so this <coughs> description of Rasulullah uh, is a tangent that Allah wa ta'ala, goes on when he's communicating with Musa on the top of the mountain tour when Musa a.s. is requesting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to shower his complete mercy upon them Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes it very clear to Musa a.s. My complete mercy that you're asking for is reserved for a special people However, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did answer the call of Musa a.s. and his prayer Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepted it and Allah ta'ala brought those 70 people back to life Give them life once again So that Musa can return back to the people along with them And they can explain to the people that we truly heard with our ears We heard the unseen voice of Allah Ta'ala Telling us that this is the Wahid that he sent down upon Musa So the short term dua of Musa was accepted But the long term dua that he was asking about the complete mercy He was told that that is reserved for very special people so we have to be so thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala That we never made any application We never made any effort <coughs> We did not make even any dua Without any istiqaq or right that we had inherently We were gifted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala That he sent us amongst this ummah Which has been given the title "Kuntum ummatin ukhrijat nas. You are the best of the nations You have been selected for the guidance of mankind Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala play, has placed us in the best nation of all times this is his fadal this is his benevolence this is his grace this is his mercy upon us and he made us the follower of that Nabi who is the most habib and most beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so this particular scene it reminds us of the of the, the naat that the poet mentions the praise of Rasulullah there's a longer naat but the first line it goes like this Ke, uh, it's in Urdu I'll mention the translation he says the poet says Koi guftugu ho Koi guftugu ho lappar naam aa gaya hai Teri madha karte karte ye maqam aa gaya hai so he says Koi guftugu ho meaning there is certain, certain topic of conversation going on Tehra naam aa gaya hai and during the conversation your name ended up coming in somehow or some way so I forgot about what my original topic of discussion was then I started praising you and praising and praising you until I came into this position that I'm in now that I am uh, completely lost in your in your remembrance so this is the sign when someone loves someone and someone is deeply in love with someone then that person is always remembering his beloved always remembering his beloved and is there is the slightest excuse to talk about the beloved and the person would start praising his beloved and uh, and start um, not only remembering but talking about praising uh, uh, the different attributes of his beloved and this is how we see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Loves Rasulullah so much that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala goes to such great lengths, right in the middle of the story of Musa, wa sallam, praising Rasulullah. So our hearts should be filled with gratitude that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala selected us to be in the ummah his Habib. Wa and from our part, on our, our on our side, we should also doubly respect Rasulullah. Follow Rasulullah Sunnah and realize how great this individual was, how great Rasulullah was, and fulfill all of his rights. The four rights mentioned here: Amanu Bihi, those who believe in him, believe him to be the Prophet of Allah, Wa and will hold him in the highest reverence and respect. ونصروه, will help him and help his Deen. And they will follow the Quran that has been revealed with him. Allah Ta'ala says, humul They are the successful ones. In fact, they are the only successful ones. We pray to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala accepts all of us and makes us among those who love Rasulullah respect him, and revere him, believe in him, and follow the Noor that was revealed upon him. Fulfill all the rights of Rasulullah and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raise us on the Day of Judgment In the company of the Nabiyyin, Siddiqyin, Shuhadain, Salihin Wa akhud da'wana an alhamdulillahi